There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome into the Tim McKernan Show podcast here on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. I am your host, Timothy Michael McKernan, alongside the great Action Jackson, Virgin Pringle Sauce Boss. Jackson, what's the word? Tell yeah, me what yeah. the word is. The word is uh, Georgia minus 10 in the first quarter. This has become a whole thing. <laughs> the word is Georgia minus 10 in the first quarter. I don't know what's going on. So, um... If you listen to the Ryan Kelly morning after and you listen to it in its entirety, you're familiar with the discussion. But I recognize that a number of the people listening to the podcast don't listen to the radio show. So there isn't a, a, a huge Venn diagram per se. Um, and then it's even smaller if you're talking about people who listen to all three hours of the radio program. So to hit the hole with what Jackson just brought up, it was discovered as if it were secret but it feels like we got a secret. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That the spread for Missouri against Georgia this Saturday in Athens in the first quarter is Georgia minus 10. And our reaction is, do we liquidate all of our assets and put them in the middle and attempt to double up? Seems like the only option at this point. And I'm trying to figure out, like, now I'm, now I'm playing out, like, different amounts of money to to bet and then my comfort level with it and then if I like, I were to do it do you want to talk money do you want to talk money yeah talk money you're gonna talk money I'm gonna talk money with you okay what is the number for you that you would be willing to go on this yeah I mean rent is due so that's a that's a factor if I put $75. That's just where I am in my life right now. $75 I'd be comfortable enough to lose because I know my thought process is strong with the investment. Okay. You lose it, it's like okay, but the investment, you know, you can't be results oriented. 75 I'd be cool. If I could double up 75, that would be awesome. I'm thinking in a different way. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, but we're at different I'm, points in our life. Absolutely. And hopefully in 21 years, you will be thinking bigger than I'm thinking. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and I am thinking of at least a quarter worth of mortgage payments, potentially an annual amount of mortgage payments. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> See? So we're not we're not even talking different numbers. We're talking about different yeah, this is, risk tolerance. Yeah, because yeah, that's to true. go into the dollars wouldn't play well. No, but to go that kind of gives an idea. Yeah, that's truly where I am. But then I sit there and I go, if I were to do it, would I want to watch it? Yeah, that's a good point. The sweat fest would be on. And the thing about it, I mean, listen, you're talking about. It, you know, college football game at this point is on a minimum three and a half hours. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. Sometimes. Probably four, but it's in between three and a half and four. And 
It can be longer, though. I feel like the Michigan-Michigan State was longer yeah, than that. That game, if it kicked off at 11, it didn't yeah. finish until 3.15. Well into yeah. um, the, the afternoon game windows. 15 minutes for first quarter in which Georgia runs, albeit I think they will run far often. Yep. It's a, you know, a one freak thing. And that's, I mean, it's, it, it is uh, what I'm thinking of. Have you ever seen the film Indecent Proposal? Nope. You really ought to see. Have you seen Private Parts? I've given yeah. Private Parts and Girl Next Door. Those are my two homework assignments for you. And American President. I ah. saw American President. So where are we on these films that I've given you? And I, and if you don't like them, I... I no, I, no, I, I would never. I would cause never. Because good or bad, it's, I'm going to take the money I'm going to win on Missouri, Georgia, and invest it in goodorbad.com. So yeah. you have a vested interest. I see, yeah. All uh, right. So what are, you, what are you, good or bad on these three films? Both, uh, I didn't see Girl Next Door. Okay. But, but but enjoyed Private Parts a lot. Was really entertained by Private Parts. But not good. No, it's good. It's but good. it's high pitch good. I noticed. <laughs> it, it's different because it's anytime you have a biopic, it's different. And then when you have a biopic where the actual person plays themselves, right. it's going to be a bit different. Like I don't think Howard Stern's a great actor by any means. It's but, the only picture he's been in. Yeah, exactly. But, but he's playing himself, which is the right move. So mm-hmm. you put a little handicap on that. And Paul Giamatti's great in it. Uh, and I loved American President, albeit the premise of it's a little silly but Aaron Sorkin's so good at writing that it doesn't really and I think you were more looking at the speech at the end I love the speech at the end which is a so here's what we got on those two movies shit man all three of those movies those three movies have actually been the tenants of my life mm-hmm. my career yeah for real yeah. didn't know it until we just just stumbled on this yeah this is the Adderall sessions are going heavy early <laughs> yeah. we were talking about betting a year's worth of house payments <laughs> on Missouri Georgia first first quarter and now we're here yeah this fucking thing okay. um so the juice is worth the squeeze oh, but you haven't seen girl next door yeah yeah, haven't seen it. For that, I swear. And my wife now uses it. I don't know if I've gotten like other family members. Not that I'm trying to get people to use it, but people now when they communicate with me, hey, I guess the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Yeah. You got to, like of the three movies, especially at 23 years old. Now, granted though, I mean, you were four when the thing came out <laughs> or five when the thing came out, but yeah. still I would think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. The it's Girl Netflix, Next Door, but that's, yeah. I, I mean, it's an, I, I think it's entertaining. I think it's entertaining. For sure. The juice isn't worth the squeeze. You always got to determine whether or not the juice is worth the squeeze, which is how I make decisions, mm-hmm. which is basically is the is the upside worth the, the risk, the downside, which gets us back to the bet. Um, my my view on politics, mm-hmm. which if, if let me ask you this on yeah. on American president. For sure. If the movie comes out, the movie came out in 95, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I don't remember. I mean, I'm a freshman in college. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the response was to it, but if the movie came out now, what would the response be to the film? Go ahead. Cause I know you're, I know you're there with me. Yeah. I mean, there's no way the president could possibly do what that, well, it would be shit on, right? Yeah, I mean, it would be shit on uh, by conservatives. Yeah. Especially with a lobbyist, uh, a, right. a pol- but uh, it's a, but it is a based on a environmental lobbyist. Yeah. Environmental no lobbyist. Yeah. And, but the premise of the speech, all right, I got to pull it up. Uh, can you tell me about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies? Well, this is, this is, this is going to be, yeah. uh, cause I want, I want to get this cause I, I, I really do. I was saying this like 50, God, I remember there was a guy, Jackson, first time I was at KFNS, the Atlanta group, they had this business guy and he was a really good guy, sharp guy, didn't really fit in with the rest of them. 
and <laughs> and uh, and I and I read this speech. This was like two thousand five ish, and then uh, I would imagine he's conservative. If I'm not mistaken, but I have no idea. Who knows? What does it matter? And when we get done with the segment, I know he wasn't a loyal morning grind listener. This was morning grind. And he goes, God, I loved what you just said in there. He goes, that's, and I go, yeah, I think most people agree with it. But now when I read it, I would imagine it's and people go, well, that's absolutely not what goes on right now. Uh, so I will read the speech. Why don't you and uh, tell the good people about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategy? Because you're working with him. I talk with him about life yeah. and career decisions and uh, you, he's your financial advisor, but that speaks to how we both have a relationship with him and both think that highly of him that we, that oh, you've yeah. got him as your guy. And yeah. I think that highly of him that I, I bounce things off of him with yeah. my career. And, and that's not like a, we don't just think highly of him just because he's a great guy, which he is a great guy, but he's also in- extremely intelligent and extremely informed about finance and just about life in general. Like you talk with Mark Hanna, you feel good once you hit end call. That's how good of a guy Mark Hanna is. And that's how intelligent he is. And he's going to educate you on what your financial plan should be for the future. You know, a lot of people might just tell you, this is what you should do. Doesn't matter. Here's your age. Here's how much money you're making. This is what you should do. Not Mark Hanna. He doesn't give you just one strategy for every person. He has multiple strategies. He has multiple plans for you. And it's all dependent on where you are in life, what you're comfortable with, and how much money you're making. And that's really what Mark Hanna is really, really, really good at is educating people on the, what they need to do as opposed to just telling them what they need to do. And that's why I value Mark Hanna so much, not to mention he's just an incredible guy and a lovely guy to talk to. So please get on the phone, talk to Mark Hanna as soon as possible. He'll get you set up right. Don't just plan on this later, like, ah, I'll figure it out. You know, retirement's so far away. It may be far away, but Developing the habit of saving money is something that you should develop as soon as humanly possible. So call Mark Hanna today. And if you already have someone, I suggest calling Mark Hanna because he's just that good. The number is 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. Uh, Jackson and I both really do feel strongly about it. Uh, wouldn't say it if I didn't. That's just the way it works. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Ryan Kelly, refinancing, getting pre-approved. I have worked with Ryan multiple times here in the last, oh man, 20 months, I guess, refinanced with him in April of 2020, got pre-approved uh, in, twice here in the last year. And you got to get pre-approved if you're out buying a home at this moment. And now I notice why my real estate agent was right. He said, it's going to slow down right around Labor Day. And then toward the end of the year, you'll notice how it just all of a sudden ramps up. And it's it's November 2nd as we're sitting here recording this. And it's starting to like percolate. And I'm anxious to see what happens once the, uh, the calendar turns to 2022. You got to get pre-approved if you want to buy a home uh, in 2021. Do so. Going to thehomeloanexpert.com and working with the absolute best in the business. Doug works with him. I work with him. Ryan Kelly. Thehomeloanexpert.com is where you can start the process. And it's so easy. That's the other thing. Back in the day when you were talking about refinancing, it's like, oh my gosh, all the paperwork. What a pain. But that is not the case with uh, refinancing and getting pre-approved with his staff. They are so good. Thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, once you get pre-approved, Get your insurance with James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. That's also easy. That's a whole thing. God, I'm going to go off on a separate tangent, but I can't do it in the middle of a live read. Uh, James Carlton, I switched to him, and it was so easy. And that's another thing that I look back on and making these moves that might not seem like a big deal. Like if you're 
28 and you're listening to this and hearing about a financial advisor, you're like, yeah, I guess maybe I should call Mark Hanna or cares about insurance. I got a buddy who, you know, he handles insurance for me. It matters. It matters. I think we weren't even recording when I was saying to you before we started, I'm so happy that you, Mm -hmm. oh, we were talking about my wisdom teeth situation, which I have to leave for another appointment on those because it's still going on and it's been three fucking months. Uh, but it's not the the surgeon's fault. It's my fault for not getting it taken care of till I was 44. So I said to Jackson, I said, get things taken care of. I'm telling you this not from a condescending perspective. Like I was saying, I didn't like and I don't like when people say when a person becomes a parent for the first time, oh, it goes so fast. So I never want to say that to people because I feel like it's like a, you know, I know it's intended to be nice, but I, I don't know. For me, it comes off the wrong way. So I'm very careful about dispensing counsel to younger people. But I feel strongly about this stuff, and I don't want to see people repeat mistakes I made. Some things, it's kind of a to each their own. But everybody needs a financial advisor, period. And you need it way before you think you need it. That's the key. That's where I can dispense advice. And everybody needs a really good insurance person. It's like when you're starting a business. What do they say? You need a great accountant, a great attorney. Well, everybody needs a great insurance person. And James Carlton is that person. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. Here we go, Jackson. Let's do it. Okay, say you've, you've seen the movie, so you're familiar mm-hmm. with the speech. But yep. this is this is the speech. All right, Jack. America isn't easy. America is advanced citizenship. You got to want it bad because it's going to put up a fight. It's going to say, you want free speech? Let's see you acknowledge a man whose words make your blood boil, who's standing center stage and advocating at the top of his lungs that which you would spend a lifetime opposing at the top of yours. You want to claim this land is the land of the free, then the symbol of your country can't just be a flag. The symbol also has to be one of its citizens exercising his right to burn that flag in protest. Show me that. Defend that. Celebrate that in your classrooms. Then you can stand up and sing about the land of the free. And I share that viewpoint Absolutely. Yeah. But in 2021, how many people really, like really, really would say, yes, I agree. And then actually put it into practice because it's pick and choose shit. It's pick and choose. People talking about cancel culture. But a lot of times the people who are talking about cancel culture are the first ones who want people taking out, taken out if they say something that they perceive to be anti-Christian. Yep. So it cuts both ways or the liberals on the, well, we're about tolerance. Well, they said something that's inappropriate, so it doesn't fit our mindset. So therefore we're not going to be tolerant. That person is gone. And then you, that person can never be hired again. So this, which was, I believe, advanced at its time in 1995, looks like something from a different universe in 2021. Yeah. So we're going backwards Mm -hmm. on it. Uh, but my premise on the movie and why I love it, but why I love it is that speech because I, I absolutely subscribe to that. And Aaron Sorkin um, is able to convey it in a matter of a few paragraphs at the climactic scene of the picture. Yeah. Yep. But the the overall plot of the president being widowed, falling in love with uh, a lobbyist who is an environmental lobbyist, and that movie being. Uh, released in 2021 it's absolutely impossible yeah and aaron sorkin has in his works has always been had a for lack of a better term optimistic about america and where it can and should be and you see the newsroom or his most recent movie the trial of chicago 7 it's it's certainly an optimistic view 
But I think this one, that speech especially, was like his true feelings about what a leader should be and what leaders should inspire. And I really, really like that speech. But what uh, freedom of speech actually is. Yeah. And we've somehow gone backwards on it. Now, there's always this misunderstanding of freedom of speech. And, and I don't, it, I, I'm not looking to educate on it. But freedom of speech, th th that does not keep you from freedom of penalty from your employer if it's private business. So that's a different conversation. And then I feel like anytime there's a discussion about it online, somebody then says freedom of speech, and then it becomes somebody educating condescendingly, usually, about what freedom of speech actually means. But the overall premise of if somebody wants to express their opinion and you absolutely disagree with it, then great. But if somebody's coming at th th expressing an opinion is one thing, but then that doesn't also I mean, you can act like a complete dick to people. Yeah. Or you can make shit up. Yeah. That's not freedom of speech. And somehow now that is trying to get under our umbrella of freedom of speech, which is bullshit. That yeah. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. So the only time I'll get involved when people are like shitting on, you know, because we get shit on plenty, as you now have been witness to. Privy. Yeah, <laughs> um, on the radio show or on the fan page. Uh, as Chris Raby said, I'm right here. You don't have to talk about me like I'm not here. That's, I, I call it third personing. Um, it's fine. Attack. It's part of the deal. If, if you want to do this shit and you want, especially you want to be on this show, you have to be able to handle that. But if somebody, it's one thing to say, Tim fucking sucks. Fine. Got to be ready for it. Got to expect it. Been hearing it since the late nineties. But if someone to say, Tim said this about that. I get involved in that, even if they're saying, even if it's something that's like completely benign and, yeah. and truly like a misunderstanding, yeah. whereas the other person is actually coming at it from a place of anger and malice. Yeah. I would, I would just, okay, fine. Fuck off. Whatever. Great. I suck. You know, fine. The person who says, well, no, Tim said this. And then they're saying, I did, I said something that I didn't say. That's where I actually will correct it. Mm -hmm. That's where I am. Now, I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying it's healthy, actually. I think mentally it's probably not healthy to be so used to being told to fuck off or that you suck that it goes in one ear out the other. Yeah. And that you actually will spend time correcting somebody who might be like, oh, I'm, I was a fan of yours and you just kind of dressed me down. But I'm not dressing it down. I'm just correcting the record. Yeah. So um, that's that to me is not freedom of speech. Passing off false information knowingly is actually a crime. Mm -hmm. Passing off false information knowingly um, that hurts somebody's reputation is slander, spoken, yeah. libel, written. written. Yeah. Uh, the only law class I've ever taken is communications law. It doesn't make me a, an attorney, but it does make me well-versed on the topic. But the problem with filing for slander or libel is you have to prove malicious intent. Mm -hmm. That's a motherfucker to prove. Yeah. And then oftentimes uh, people, oh, they're public figure. And now the, the what a public figure is has, has widened. You yeah. could have like a TikTok following of 80 and you're all oh, public figure. Yep. You know, by definition, you are now a public figure. How's it feel? I feel do you, exposed. Do you even know it? I do you feel even know it because you are. Because if guess. somebody said it, they'd be like, oh, he's on the radio show. Yeah. Well, I'm a producer. Well, you're on the show, though. Yeah. And that's just the way that it is. So public figure. I wanted to call Cardinal baseball games, but now I can, you know, that's just the way that the, the game is played. Yeah. So fine, but my premise is this. So if somebody is opining on a topic that I completely disagree with, and let's say they're doing it on the fan page where you and I are the moderators, albeit not really active moderators. Zuck is more active than <laughs> Zuck, both of us. Zuck certainly is pulling and blocking a hell of a lot more than we are. But... I would be, I would, I would like, people, you can't let him say that. Now, if it's an opinion, 
you know, yeah. I would I would absolutely now if they're making shit up and I know it not to be true, I would stop it. Yeah. Uh, there's a way to me to go about handling it. So going back to the movies thing, these movies, The Girl Next Door, The Juice is Worth the Squeeze, is a is a life lesson, um, totally unintentional. I went into it going, Alicia Cuthbert is beautiful, and then I came out of it with that. Um, the American president um, is that is for me is about that particular paragraph of the speech, yeah. um, and then finally the Stern movie, Private Parts. I just and it's it's specific to the scene where he's doing the live read for the sporting goods store. Yeah, and he doesn't have the copy, and he starts talking about how his family just ad libbing because he doesn't have the copy. Uh, used to take him to the sporting goods store when he was a kid. And then he finally gets the copy from Fred Norris, one of his producers and, uh, says, and their grand opening is this Saturday. And he realizes he's been caught in a lie. And he says, you know what? I'm never going to do that again. Um, and I, I realized that was most likely dramatization. Exactly. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I remember walking out of the theater after seeing that. And I think it was on spring break, uh, in 97, that I saw it and I thought, that's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. Not, you know, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the the lesbians and Jenna Jameson and Janine Lindemulder and, and the whole thing. But I thought that's what I want to do. Yeah. Which completely conflicts with being the voice of the Cardinals. Not to say that the job would have been sitting there waiting for me had I not gone down this road. But, uh, you can't do one and then also do the other. Although Michael K somehow is doing it in New York, which is amazing. And doing it crazy like every yeah. day and yeah he does more than just baseball i think too that that's so surprising to me um and i know that not a lot of people even know michael k is the voice of the yankees on the yes network yep. right yep but he hosts an afternoon drive show on espn uh, yeah in new york yeah. the, the local espn in new york city yeah and is the number one show yeah. in, in sports anyway there um, so with that said, that's, that's a phenomenon. That's a, that's probably a New York exception that wouldn't play in St. Louis. So anyway, that's, those are the three movies for me that have kind of for, for real have, have guided me. Mm -hmm. So I'm anxious for you to see the girl next door, albeit yeah. the juice is worth the squeeze is something you don't need to see the movie to, to have the, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. understanding. But it's a of. nice little piece of it. Right. It's, but I mean, it's so, it's, for me, it's like so easy and it's simplified life. Yeah. It's it's definitely like you can it applies to so much, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it, you know, you know, it's almost like a test you do before making a decision. It is. Yeah. It truly. I mean, I I it, I I have spreadsheets. You've seen the Tam Avenue Capital's partner spreadsheet. How in depth I will go with data and analytics and projecting out things and so on and so forth, just like a lot of people do. But then, okay, now let's take some of the intangibles and some of the risk and and or some of the people you'll be dealing with or working with or the potential for the success of the business or the failure of the business and all these things. So you, so when people make a decision, and that's what you do when you're in your early 20s, and yeah. maybe people still do it when they're in their 40s and 50s. If you, you know, have a family and you have to, to make a decision strictly based on this job's going to pay this and this job's going to pay that, Yeah, it's that simple. Mm-hmm. But if you're considering a variety of factors, the base salary is can be 10th on the list. Yeah. And uh, and that, to me, is where the juice is worth the squeeze. Or going on a trip. It's like, okay, God, that sounds good, but it's going to cost this, and then we might have to see this person, and this person's a fucking buzzkill. 
you know. Yeah, I was doing, the same with Nashville this past weekend. What do you have? Did you have, did you have some anal- did you run some analytics? <laughs> I just was like, it's going to cost me some money, but is the juice going to be worth the squeeze? And it was. And I'm glad I, but I ran it through the test. I ran it through my little, the little. So even if it was a bad trip, would you have been in a good place on going? Do you understand what I'm asking? Because that to me is when you have either become a sociopath uh-huh. or you are now kind of where I am, which is if I have arrived at the decision through legitimate research uh-huh. and running the process, so to speak, running the formulas, yeah. truly thinking through it, and it doesn't work out, I'm at peace. Mm-hmm. If I go against my research and or instinct and it doesn't work out, then I'm tilted. Yeah. In other words, if one plays a poker hand and wins by making the wrong move. The one I always go back to is calling it all in with King Jack, which is specific to those who play No Limit Hold'em, which in most scenarios is not going to be the right play. Now, if somebody has five big blinds left and they shove, calling with King Jack is absolutely the right play. And then after the board runs out, the person with King Jack wins, and if somebody were to say, what in the hell were you doing? And the person's answer is, well, I won, didn't I? That's a mark. Yeah, yeah. That's a guy that I will play poker with as much as I possibly can because I will not only get the money I just lost to him back, I will get much, much more. Yeah. But you don't want to explain to the mark why he's a mark. But yeah. you now know, okay, dumb shit. Great. Yeah. Perfect. Nice to have. Nice to now know. Kind of like with social media. Like, oh, I now see this person's a complete jack off who becomes unhinged. Yeah. And I either will make sure that I never hang out with him or her or I will never um, hire him or her. I don't need to let them know, but now I know that's nice. It's nice. I have the answer key. Yep. So are you at a point where you decided to go to Nashville, the trip for whatever reason is a disaster. Would you still have been at peace with the decision to go to Nashville if the trip is a disaster? No, I would not have been okay. at peace. I wouldn't have been, that would have been, my really only thing I didn't want to do is spend too much money. And I spent under what I had allocated out to that trip. So that's all. So that was the win. That's how you determine the process. It was a big W. And I got to hang out with all my friends. And and if it would have rained and been freezing all weekend, then it would have been. I thought it did rain. It rained, but it wasn't cold enough. And it was, it was never like poured. So a little white drizzle, never hurt anybody. Now, how did I get to, oh, the juice worth the squeeze. I guess that's how we got it on the the Missouri, Georgia thing. How in the hell did we get there? People listening might know because they could play it back. We're not going to do that here. No, I don't know. Boy, yeah, it's like the it's how like did we go? George Carl tree of coaching. Uh, it really <laughs> is. You got out of the Bill Walsh tree. Yeah. I, how do you get back to it? Well, either way, when I'm sitting there, let's say I do this. Now, I don't think I'm going to. Okay. I just kind of know me. Because in order to do it, I'm going to have to drive over to Illinois. Yep. Which isn't a big deal. I mean, I could knock that out. It's 1043 right now. I could have that wrapped up by 1115. Place the bet. And apparently I'm already registered with DraftKings from Mm -hmm. playing all the daily fantasy. Mm -hmm. And then just once I'm in Illinois, I can place the bet, right? That's the way it works. Yep. And it doesn't have to. It's not like what I was thinking it was. You have to go over to Casino Queen and then have the cash withdrawn and then like put a brick of whatever down and that's the, but that's not the way that it no, is. I mean, you can certainly do that, but it, no, as long as you're in the state of Illinois, it pays So I would you. make a deposit like I do with, like when I'm making our Tam Avenue Capital Partners deposits, uh-huh. which is nearly a weekly event, <laughs> uh, I just put it in with my credit card and then the guys all pay me back. Yeah. You know, that's the way that it works. It's the same deal. You got to deposit in Illinois too, though. 
Okay, but I can deposit with my credit card. So uh-huh. I can put this on my credit card. Uh-huh. God, Jackson. Wow. Well, I do it on a debit card, so I'm not 100% sure, but I'm sure you can do it with a credit card. Wow, wow, wow. So then I, so let's just play it out. Let's say that I were to do this. God. Okay, I mean, now I, I know the figure. Yeah. So anyways, for those of you who are homeowners, or even if you don't own a home, a, a 12 months worth of rent. Yeah. So you can do the math. So everybody has their figure now. We all have our figure. And you have placed it on what essentially is about 40 minutes and 15 actual minutes of football. And you have Georgia minus 10 to double up. Are you watching? Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to. I wouldn't look at some point. I I assure you I'd be watching by myself. Yeah. Oh, God. I could not be sitting with any, unless someone else like tailed me and did the exact same thing. I could not watch with it because of one wrong move and I might snap I know. at you. I mean, the risk is Missouri actually like holding the ball and driving, but that's just not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I would turn my phone off for sure. Turn my phone off and 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 huddle up in a, in a little ball and mm-hmm. just pray. And I couldn't watch at some points, but yeah. I, and I also, I hate rooting against Mizzou, but if you're putting that much money on the line... Go, go Bulldogs. I mean, at that point. Oh, God. I guess I would watch it. I mean, the, the thing about it is, the reason why we like it so much is it's it should be sweat-free. Yes. You know, it should be sweat-free. Yep. It should be, I mean, at a minimum 14 to nothing. Yeah. But the, 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 the quote-unquote risk is Missouri scores. Even if Missouri scores three or seven, mm-hmm. which seems just fantastic. But even if Missouri were to score three or seven, I still like Georgia's chances of scoring oh, 17 or 20 sure. or 21 or 28. Now the first quarter total is 13 and a half. Right. So you can mitigate that problem by doing that. Instead what, going over? Going over on 13 and a half. Because then if you're saying the minimum is two touchdowns, it doesn't matter. God, that's interesting. So now we can kind of run this through here. So if you're saying Missouri's ceiling on points is three, for the sake of the conversation, let's say seven. seven. Okay. Just I mean, listen, I'm not saying <laughs> no, that will I, happen. No, no, I hear you. It's another weird thing. I feel like when I have these conversations, you know, uh-huh. like like the Drinkwitz thing has become a weird. Do you sense this as well, or is this in my head? Like I feel like I've be like my, my Drinkwitz opinion has become. Oh, like it's 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 taken on it's like life of its own. Yes, yeah. yeah, for sure. So, my attempt to convey probability doesn't go well. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think, but I don't think people think in probability like the same way you do. Which is healthy, I think. I think it's a, <laughs> I think it's a better way to exist with others. <laughs> because if I'm looking at everybody like Taylor from Billions, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a good a, comparison. It's a little awkward. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's how I'm running. I'm not that's, that's not how I am. Of course, it's not how. But I mean, everything is like a math problem. So if we go that the ceiling, which of course is uh, okay, what Missouri and Georgia play 15 minutes of the first quarter a hundred times. How many times does Missouri score a touchdown? So this is how we'll be able to Denzel Washington in Philadelphia. Five out of a hundred. Okay, I'm comfortable with that. I think I would say that that's within two, give or take, which will be our margin of error, 2% margin of error. So I think people would acknowledge that. Yep. Okay, so then at that point, 
Georgia has to score. So the only way then you're fucked is if Georgia doesn't score a touchdown. Yeah. Yep. Well, and that, and if they play that a hundred times, how many times does they Georgia not touch? score a touchdown? It's probably the same number of five. Maybe I'd, I'd go higher. I'd go higher than that. I think Georgia not scoring a touchdown. I listen. Do I th- again? Yeah. Do I think so? It does, man, I listen in the podcast. And does it in the, no, I'm trying to operate in probabilities. Yeah. So how many times does Georgia not score a touchdown? Just for the sake of the conversation, do I? I mean, God, yeah, I think you might be right. It might be. It might be. It might be right at that five number, and that might be high. Now that I'm really playing it out, I just cannot picture with those guys. Yeah. I mean, did you see like when, Tennessee? Yeah. Tennessee ran the ball. At will. Now, different style of quarterback than what Georgia has. Yeah, yeah. Th- that doesn't, I'm not going to like reason myself into saying Missouri's <laughs> going to hold Georgia in check. No, but I, I just We saw checked it. the weather, by the way. The weather the, the weather was the one thing I'm like, okay, is there something off here? Yeah, nope. And that's the thing about, Jackson and I were talking about this before we started recording. We had a lot going on before we started recording. <laughs> I called my dentist about my fucking tooth. I'm not, let me make this clear when I bitch about this. Not that my dentist is a loyal listener. This has nothing to my dentist or my oral surgeon. This is me being a dumb shit, not getting my wisdom teeth taken out till 44. And I got it done in August and I'm still having problems. Uh, so anyway, I got to run out there, see what's doing with that. Um, who knows, man? God, if I have to have another surgery. Um, and then I got into how I think that when your local team is really bad, which hopefully doesn't happen often, but it will happen. If you're living in a fairly large area, you're going to have professional teams, you're going to have college teams. I think the, the locals' appreciation for how bad the team is an edge on Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I think if the team were, I don't know, when's the last time we had... I don't, maybe like the blues and this now I'm no, I know, I know you're out of the conversation, <laughs> but I'll have a conversation with the audience here. Uh, when the blues were on their run in the second half of 2019, they had to have had an edge, uh, gambling wise. I don't know what it was cause I wasn't betting it. I wasn't, I don't pay attention to hockey spreads like I do football spreads, but I would imagine there had to have been an edge. Um, you know, Missouri in 2013, they were in the mix for the national championship. I never felt like they were like a, this LSU 2019 no, kind of no. force, you know? No. They were just damn good. Yeah. But it was a combination of offense and defense. Yep. They had what the 27 team did and 2007 team didn't, which was a, a good to decent defense. I know we remember what happened against Auburn. Still don't have an explanation for that. It still bothers me eight years later. But nonetheless, overall, that defense was better than the 2007-2008 group. So I, my, my premise is I, I don't think around the country people are going, oh, my God, what do we do about this Missouri-Georgia first quarter line? No. This is unique to here. Yep. I don't know if even in Athens or Atlanta or the state of Georgia, if they're having this conversation, because I think they're probably thinking we're just going to beat the shit out of them and the number's 38, and yeah, I think we'll probably cover that. Yeah. 38 gives you a little more of a wide berth, but I could see Missouri scoring six I, I don't know. I could see him scoring a touchdown. I mean, their number in Las Vegas is 10. If you go by the exact, the, 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 the projection for the game is 49 to 10. Yeah. That's the number in Las Vegas. Because the over-under is 59, 49 plus 10, and George is favored by 39. So there's how we arrive there. Yeah. Um, which I know 
sounds basic and some of you are going, are you really having this conversation on your show? But I'm sure for some people, they might not have heard that before because they don't pay attention to this shit. So that's the reason why I went through it. So I just have a, t- I don't know, but Tyler Beatty's really fucking good, man. Yeah, he's and I don't super- know if he can just break away and then they eventually can get down there and George's fourth strings in there and he's in there and they get a touchdown. I could, I feel, my point is this, I feel a hell of a lot better about Missouri Georgia first quarter than Missouri Georgia. Oh, the total, the total is uh, like the full game is like, there's so much variables right. you're letting in that we don't know like when you have Georgia Georgia's first string against Missouri. Yeah. Which is a horrible football team. Yep. And I was kind of like, okay, maybe it was just the first half against Tennessee and something was off and the first half against Texas. Although I feel like the second half of Texas could have been really bad, except he was sitting on the football, which is really fucking weird, really weird to me. But I felt like that's what was going on. Uh, that was really concerning to me. But I, but then you had the Vanderbilt thing this weekend, the North Texas thing. Yeah, it was the second half, but still. And it's like, I can't not, these don't happen often. Yeah. You don't get this chance. And the issue is it's never a sure thing. No, no, no such thing as a sure thing. Which is why I can't possibly bet something that, that, you know, could really kind of, you know, like fuck me up, but it would be a, it would be a hit. Yeah. But at the same time, if I only bet X, let's call it like half of one mortgage payment. Yeah. I'd kind of be like, what a fucking, cause in the way I, I you know, I, I don't want to lose it, but I, it, I'd be fine. Cause yeah. we're at different points in our lives. You know, I want to keep driving that home. Um, so then I feel like I'm leaving. Cause now with the Texas A&M thing, I look back and I go, what the fuck? Like, why? Yeah. Why didn't I do that? Yeah. But I don't like, like you, I don't like to bet for or against Missouri. I can mess with totals. Like I, like yeah. you're in my teaser on the over yeah, under. That's on the, the only thing play. I'll bet with Mizzou. But on this, it's like, okay, this is the, the Georgia defense. I don't recall a defense because you can say, well, Alabama had that defense, whatever it was, 12 years ago. And LSU had a defense the same year. I don't know. What, what's another great college football defense that won a national championship or was in the mix for a national championship. I mean, for you, it's going to be tough because this has been the last decade. has been yeah, offense. Yeah, it's all offense. In the which is decade. why what Georgia is doing in the era of offense, it stands out. I yeah. mean, the Baltimore Ravens in 2000, I know that was after, you know, you know the Rams, you were three or four or whatever it was. Yeah. But it stood out because everybody's like, wow, the greatest show on turf has rewrote the rules to football. And then their defense comes out. And it would have been so great to see the Rams oh, go up yeah. against the Ravens. With like Ray Lewis. Absolutely. And, yeah. In 2000. That would have been so great. When they got into the playoffs, I know that I was in the locker room. When they got in, they, bl- they backed into the playoffs. On Christmas Eve, I was down in New Orleans at the Superdome. Uh, and a guy named Paul Edinger had to kick a field goal, I believe, for the Bears to get the Rams in as the sixth seed. Yeah. And then they had to go down to New Orleans the next week, and I was at that game. Uh, are you aware of the Ozakim fumble? No. This is amazing, because I know you're a huge Rams fan, and I'm talking yeah. about a game that I was at and covering for yeah. television, and you're not even aware of it as a huge Rams fan. I'd the only it. thing I remember about Ozakim is him talking with... Uh, Tory Holt as, Torrey as, Holt as the, they ran down the, the field. Yeah, that was a... Uh, well, it was, that, it was that season. Okay. It was that season, but you don't remember it, right? No, no, my brother would just tell me about it. Yeah, that did happen. I recall watching it going, this is just like watching... <laughs> yeah, backyard football. I don't even know what it's... We've never seen anything like it. And I haven't seen anything like it since. Yeah. I mean, whatever you would want to talk about, who's the best team in the NFL right now? I don't know. Cardinals or Rams? I guess. Well, they don't have that going. No. 
uh, Chiefs even back in the day. It no. wasn't, you know, I know back in the day being a year ago, but, it, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, no, no one has it like that. Cause it was just, there were so many, like, uh, you know, anybody who wasn't on the offensive line could just go off and <laughs> do something insane. Yeah. Holt, Bruce, Hakeem, Falk. Um, it was just take your pick. And yeah. the year before they had a kick returner, Tony Horn, who could go off point being they get in and then they go down and they lose to the Saints, and they were in the midst of this huge comeback. They didn't have Warner. I think Trent Green was in, and uh, Ozakim fumbled this punt when they were about to get the ball back, and the Saints couldn't stop him at that point, and they lost the game. Had they had Ozakim not fumbled that ball, I do think the Rams go to the Super Bowl, which sounds fucking crazy. Yeah, and they play the Ravens. And, and they and then they play the Ravens. And possibly, you would have had... Yeah, well, it could be like one of the greatest Super Bowls. Ever. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it would have been the ultimate clash of styles. Yeah. My premise on why did we arrive there, I'm following the Adderall Trail, follow yeah. the Adderall Trail, <laughs> is uh, Georgia is doing this at a time when everybody else is scoring. Oh, yeah. Even Alabama has flipped to go from defense to offense. Yep. That's what everybody's doing. Mm -hmm. Cincinnati is where they are, certainly in part because they're not in a yeah. great conference, but they did win in South Bend, and they won in controlling fashion in South Bend. And they yeah. scheduled Indiana in Bloomington, and Indiana, you know, wasn't supposed to be bad this year. Um, so I still think it's going to be—I don't know—I don't know if they're going to be able to get into the college football playoff. But even their defense, for as good as it's supposed to be, isn't at the level of of Georgia's. And Missouri's offense sucks, but because their defense is so bad, we don't hear much about how bad their offense is. Yeah, yeah. but they have a great offensive player in Beatty. Mm -hmm who would start on a lot of SEC teams, yep. if not all, yeah. uh, just as super undersized yep. relative to what you would normally see in Athens or Tuscaloosa or Auburn or yep. whatever. And then they have what has to be one of the best kickers in the country. Yep. The guy I would think is going to kick in the NFL yeah. in, in Harrison Mevis. So those two guys are part of a terrible point scoring operation but they could do something, yeah. but they're, they'd have to do it against this defense. In order for Mevis to be a factor, the whole offense has to somehow get down there. Yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking, like, if you like if you were to build the perfect team to beat Mizzou. It's Georgia. It's Georgia. It's 100%. Great defense, excellent run game. Right. And that's... It's just going to be dumb. And I, th and I think it's just going to be something along the lines of, I guess they could get three. If something weird happens. Like if they fumble a snap, right. maybe, and then they fall on it. That would be like the only thing I could think of where they could get in field goal. But then range. does Georgia not score thirteen? I just think I think I, th I think here's what I think, Jackson, on this, which is apparently going to be the whole podcast, but that's fine. Yeah, I think because I'm really in the tank on this, <laughs> and it's good because the people who hate me will be cheering for Missouri oh, yeah. like crazy yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Fan page will be like a fucking Las Vegas strip on a Friday night. Uh, is it's it's more about like Missouri maybe getting three or seven points? Fine. But really, when it gets down to it, we've seen this operation, and we know what it's going to look like. They're going to hand the ball off, and these guys are going to run untouched in the Missouri secondary, and yeah. then you're going to see the, the safeties, like, jumping, <laughs> trying oh, to catch yeah. this guy. He was a five-star running back, you know. It's like when you overrun a, 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 a fly ball in center field, so you jump backwards right. to try to catch it. It's just going to, And it's going to happen. It's going to happen at least two times, and... That means then our only risk in the bet is Missouri scoring a touchdown. Because yeah. if they do score two touchdowns, and at that point even if Missouri scores a field goal, we're good. Yeah. And then I get back to okay, what's my what's my pain tolerance for loss? 
God, but if I, if I had a guy come to me and he built out like a three-year projection on an investment, mm-hmm. you know, and it was going to double, and I recognize there is a risk, I would do it. It's just this one, I go, okay, I got a thousand days to handle my, my bet. On this one, it's like you got 15 minutes of football. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. that's, I, th- I think that's my issue with it Yeah, is because that, then, 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 then that doesn't allow enough time to, to absorb variance. Yep. You're absolutely, yeah. Averages, that's the issue. It's like when people say, oh, I, play, I played Tim in a poker hand and I beat him. I'm like, yeah, that absolutely could happen. It, it should happen a lot, actually. Yeah. Percentage-wise, it should happen. But if we sat down for two hours, I'm probably going to win against most people yeah. and play a couple hundred hands. You know, if I were to play golf against... Uh, did you play with Skip Berkmeyer that week? That yeah. afternoon? Okay, so you got to see that. Yeah. Best amateur player, one of the best amateur players in St. Louis history. Yep. And we played with him a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Could I beat Skip on a hole? Yes, I could. Could I beat Skip on 18 holes? Absolutely not. No. It's th- th- There's not even a one in a hundred chance, I don't think. No. I don't, I really don't think. No. And so when you're operating on that kind of situation. Yeah. The, the one quarter thing. It- but it also plays to your advantage because now you don't have to worry about the third or fourth string Georgia right. defense or offense coming out there. You know their first string's going to be out there. You see where the fans are. And hell, they could sit their there. starting quarterback, the Stetson, whoever his name is, doesn't dominated uh, Arkansas, whoever they played. They dominated him too. So it doesn't, and plus, they could just hand the ball off every time and score. They don't even need to even think right. about passing it. Uh, and yeah. I think the goal for them is to stay healthy. So you want to take care of the business and then move on. Yeah, I don't exactly. Think, I mean, you don't, the style points kind of are gone unless you're in that weird Ohio State, you know, Cincinnati has to worry about style points. Yeah. You know, Oregon, you Oregon know, the teams that are kind dominate. of, Georgia just has to win. They yeah. don't make it win 10-9 and they're not going to lose the number one spot. And no. they're probably not going to win 10-9. No. Uh, so I put a po- poll on the fan page. What would you do with this? 311 say they would take Georgia, 19 say they would take Missouri. Now, this this is not, that's not an endorsement, by the way, because uh, you would have more often than not the public being wrong on if everybody's on one side. But just to get a, I just wanted to get a gauge, like, am I missing something? And I texted some people I know who were, and they're just like, yeah, I yeah. don't get it. Yeah, we've we've exhausted all right. reasons why this right. number is like this. Right. And it was like that we talked about it with Texas A&M, but I was just like, yeah, the, the way I talked myself out, first off, I didn't want to bet it. Yeah, because we didn't know on Missouri yet. I mean, I guess you can say, yeah, we did. But you got to take yourself we, back. We then. didn't know. We, we didn't were know fresh everything. off of Tennessee, and the thing that you have to remember about Texas A and M was they had fumble fucked around. You yeah. know, they they had, but they had this incredible game against Alabama, and it clearly over the last three weeks, that's who they are. They're more the team that they were against Alabama. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I really like Texas A and M against Auburn this weekend in College Station. Yeah, Auburn. By is, the way, Auburn is a weird team. Man. Yeah, they're weird as hell. And Mississippi State now is like picking it up too. They're kind of tough to get a gauge I on. Just think, I and I don't know what the number on it is. Um, I think it's like six, but I could be off. But the that. point being, uh. We now see what that is, and you go, God, I just I left money out there by not betting it, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm trying. To, that's what I'm trying to get across here. So anyway, we might do another podcast this week. I don't know. This sure. well, this wound up being the whole thing. I've got to go to the dentist and find <laughs> out if I have fragments of bone infected in my fucking jaw. <laughs> I got to bet on Missouri and Georgia so I can pay for my <laughs> medical mouth. bills this year. <laughs> uh, hey, thank you to Jamie Burkhardt and Clayton Patterson and everybody at Munganas, St. Louis Acura.com and AltonToyota.com for being the official. Official. <laughs> Fuck me. Your mouth Shut is it fucked. down. Yeah, my mouth. It's a sign. <laughs> the official automotive provider 
of the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Uh, stlouisaccurate.com or altontoyota.com. That's where you can find them. I got my car from there. Uh, a number of us on the show have gotten our cars from there, and we get our cars serviced there. If you're in the market for a pre-owned car, go to stlouisaccurate.com or altontoyota.com, and you can get it taken care of right now. You can shop right now online. It's mungan.stlouisaccurate.com, altontoyota.com. And then also... Design Air Heating and Cooling. Seth Gold, Camp and his staff are coming by to give us a furnace tune-up for the winter. Get yours taken care of right now. And uh, if you are a veteran, uh, they are doing free furnace tune-ups for the month of November. You can book now. Go to designairservice.com. Click book now and schedule it at Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of the Tim McKernan Show podcast. All right, Jackson, I enjoyed it. Yep. We didn't even answer a question from the audience. No. We just, we talked movies and we went into a deep dive. And this is great because now, no matter what, what we've done unintentionally is we have emotionally stimulated our audience. Yep. Um, People will either be passionately cheering because they've bet on Georgia on Saturday morning in that first quarter. I mean, this is going to be a whole thing. Yeah, Gather around. It's going to get sweaty. Or for the people who just fucking hate me and have like voodoo, little lopsided-headed voodoo dolls of me. <laughs> With a lopsided-headed voodoo dolls. I, I'm telling you, you know, and they're like, they have a blow-up doll, and they're like, sometimes they want to stab it, and then sometimes they want to fuck it, and they can't tell, and they're like dealing with this thing. <laughs> they will be cheering for Missouri like they never have been, but they'll have Tiger Board accounts. It'll be a whole, <laughs> it'll be a whole thing. So I'm glad we unintentionally have stimulated the audience, and then people can say, private parts, the American president, and what's the other one that I love? Uh... uh uh, Girl Next Door. Girl Next Door. Three worst fucking movies of all time, <laughs> along with The Irishman. Yeah. All- oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, I got them going on that one. They hate uh, that. So, there it is. I don't know, man. Part of me, after I go and have these x-rays on my jaw and find out what the hell's going on here, might just head right over to Route 3 in Illinois. First oh, time yeah. in a long time. I used to be a seasoned, seasoned veteran. It's yeah. been a while. And just create the account. God. I don't know. I mean, I'd like to record a conversation with my wife about this <laughs> and then afterwards get her permission to play it. Yeah. And have, cause every time I create like that, I spent so much time this past weekend on, on DraftKings. Okay. I mean so much time on building rosters. And by the way, I think I said this on the radio, but I'm proud of this now that I see what my first roster was because I was all, I was on it, but it just shows what you, you cannot miss a beating you probably don't even know what the hell happened in the nfl this weekend where in the fuck are my i was on the road the whole time were you listening to it or you guys just hung over and uh gareth was giving me play by play he's a big colts guy so he was sweating back i was big uh, carson Wentz was on the winning roster but speaks to michael Pittman, who was yeah so the first roster i created josh allen he didn't have a huge day, but he did have 29 points, which is yeah. good. His, pre- his median projection was 26.68. His ceiling was 40.02. His ownership projection was 11.10. Okay. Uh, he got me 29 points. Michael Carter. Do you even know who Michael Carter is? Let's see, that's what the Tam Avenue Capital Partners do. I know Dwayne Carter. Wheezy F baby. <laughs> and Michael Carter is not Dwayne Carter. He is the running back for the New York football jets oh god and he went off <laughs> against the uh against the Bengals. Bengals had a career high 172 yards i oh had a god. yeah i, a- I don't <laughs> fuck around <laughs> and who else did i have eli mitchell this is my first yeah, roster eli i Mitch. built yeah. okay he went off yeah. 132 yards yeah. for the 49ers who else who was my wide receiver debo michael Pittman. yeah 
Who else? A.J. Brown, who was yeah. involved in that game. I ran it back, bitch. <laughs> I ran, you run it back. We're not just picking names out of a hat. Yeah. Hunter Henry, now we're starting to tail off. Yeah, I see. I saw I played against him in fantasy. He didn't do great. And that was based on the John U. Smith isn't going to play, yeah. but then he did. Yeah. But then Henry, then that game started out like they were going to score 50 apiece, and then it wound up kind of tailing off. So you're like, well, then what else did you have? Clearly it went wrong. That's why you're delaying it. Emmanuel Sanders, who I ran it back with Josh Allen with. No catches. Mm. How in the hell does that happen? But somehow the Dolphins showed up in Buffalo. Yeah. And Mike Williams, who has gone off like yeah, crazy, crazy. And he, I think he had like two catches. Yeah, he's kind of a big deep threat guy now. Where he just, like, he's, he's that. Some, some games he'll have like 150 yards receiving. But you play ceiling. You have to play ceilings in daily fantasy. You have to prepare yeah. for the boom or bust guys. And so it just showed. I mean, at Allen, Mike, how many people had Michael Carter and Eli Mitchell yeah. along with Michael Pittman and A.J. Brown of I, all of the rosters? Yeah, I watch football every week, and I didn't know who the hell Michael and Carter was. And that's what I'm saying. So I had a bunch of Michael Carter. So I'm like, it's the Bengals' defense. He's only 4,900. You know, like Austin Eckler, for example, 7,900. So that's, a, you know, you can use that. The, uh, uh, Kamara, 8,700. Yeah. And he's only going to be owned by maybe, you know, I guess he wound up being 9%. Um you know, so you have an edge on 91% of the field, plus he's cheap. There you go. And it's the Bengals' defense. To me, it was kind of an easy decision. Yeah. But then you have to hit on every roster spot. So I love talking about this shit, but I'm horrible at it. Now, I think most of the guys who talk about it are horrible at it or are, in, like or, intention, or talk like they know what they're talking about, like gambling touts, yeah. or are intentionally trying to move the public off of guys that they actually like. Yeah, who might be that those people might be the actual really, really smart right. ones. Because if you really are good and there are guys who are professionals, this, I know one for certain, it's more valuable than like the whatever on the high side couple grand a week. And I mean that's super high side that you're making to do this stuff. At least in my now maybe some of these guys are getting paid hundred grand a year to do this. I can't yeah. imagine. But for the fuck of it, even if that it's worth it to move action. If you've got that kind of voice to move people over to like, I really like Emmanuel Sanders this week. If you yeah. know he's a bust, it's yeah. worth it to move yeah. the industry there. Yeah. So I don't, I'm, I'm now tout free. I arrived at Carter and Mitchell on my own. God, I don't know. Carson Wentz was the winning roster quarterback. And we had a whole page of Carson Wentz rosters. Um, I also had a whole page of Taylor Heineke rosters and a whole page of Jalen Hurts rosters. And that just didn't pay off. Yeah, Carson Wentz didn't have car. I have a Carson Wentz and Carter, but Carson Wentz with Derrick Henry and Carter yeah. and Carson Wentz um, with Kamara, and he was fine, but he didn't do enough. No. And I, how many people are listening to this for real? And go, what in the fuck are these guys talking about? Well, what is probably, Tim talking about? And what is Jackson humoring him with? That's probably they, if they asking that question now. Then they've already bailed. Yeah, they've already they, pressed eject. Well, but then they've listened to this for long enough to know that. But this I don't usually right go up. this far into the weeds on the percentages and all. No. But I love doing it, and yeah. so the reason why I was talking about it, follow the Yatterall Trail, is to when I was talking with Anna Marie, she's like, God, what is your return on this? She's now ROIing me. She's ROI shaming. <laughs> ROI shaming. <laughs> And she goes, how much money have you lost? I go, well, that's not, that's not, that's no, not yeah. the arrangement with the Tam Avenue Capital Partners. No. That's, you know? yeah, that's now, the, the problem is if I win, it's like nothing because I only get a <laughs> sliver of it. Yeah. Um, but I just like to do it and they don't want to spend the time on building the rosters. They just yeah. want the sweat. Yeah. So I get to nerd out and do this shit. 
and they get the sweat. And if I hit, I get a cut, but I don't have any downside. Yeah. So that's the deal. That's the agreement we have. And I got on a heater in golf like in April-ish. Um, and golf, I think, is easier. The football is the toughest one because so many people play it. And, yeah, there's but, definitely more people playing. Yeah, and, and it's not, you know, with golf, the key is being aware of the names the public's not aware of. Uh, very rarely in the NFL are you going to have a Michael Carter yeah. where somebody doesn't know who they are and he's one or of the biggest plays. Yeah, they'll, but they'll know him by next week. A hundred percent. And then everybody will be on Michael Carter yeah. this week. Although yeah. I don't know who the Jets are. I think the Jets might be playing the Colts on Thursday night. Either way, point being, she ROI shamed me. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, woman. <laughs> I said, we have no downside. I had just gotten her our 10th anniversary wedding gift. So I was, I was kind of free rolling. Yeah. I have, by the way, for the record, requested not one, but two MFFs is mine. Yeah. Understanding that considering she's six months pregnant, these are these are investments in the long term. These won't be occurring anytime yeah, these, near. These, yeah, these one way away. <laughs> yeah. These are MMFs on way away. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, I'm investing these MFFs <laughs> and hoping that they'll triple. <laughs> you know, because they're not they're not appearing in 2022 or 2023, and I'm not sure. Well, but realistically, they're not appearing. But in yeah. my mind, I'm able to. Yeah, I con yourself. You con myself into okay. I can justify this present. <laughs> you know, uh, which is jewelry, which I am just. I, I said. Well, I said, here's the deal. Here's what we're gonna do. We're going to go to the place where I got your, and I did, I did do well on the engagement ring thing. I did. And I don't know why, because I'm just anti-jewelry. Um, I just don't get it, but whatever, fine. And I said, I can pick something out, but I'm probably going to fuck it up. Why don't we just go and you pick out what you want and, you know, yeah. you have $50 that you can spend however you want, princess. That's what I said, <laughs> because, because things have gone well for me. <laughs> and I said, you can spend it however you want after 10 years. That's $5 a year. So she picked it out. It was done within 10 minutes. And I'm like, good. Now you have what you want. And the anniversary is November 19th. I'm bullish on us getting there. And uh, and so she she has it. And I have made it clear I would like my two MFFs. Yeah. Now, when you're ROI shaming me on the Tam Avenue Capital Partners, uh, it's justified. But she's like, she's not, it's, I'm not losing money. The issue is how much time I spend on it to lose Every fucking week. I yeah. mean, Jackson, I enter in every single human being who could run or catch a football in the NFL, <laughs> not only their names, but then their price, their median projection, their ceiling, and then the ownership percentage for every game. I'm going across tabs here. And then I oh, then will build Lord. out rosters. It takes a shitload of time. I know I can use optimizers to do this and be done with it in five minutes. But this is how my brain works. Yeah. Part of the fun. And really. for her, she's like, I don't, I like, I, I'll come upstairs. Tam Avenue Capital Partners are live. And at this point, it's a joke in the house. Yeah. I am a joke to her. I am a joke to my wife. <laughs> I am being cucked by DraftKings. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Virtual DraftKings is cyber cucking me. Yeah, cyber cucking a lot right. of people. And by the way, we're going on a you know we're going to Sanibel for where we always that's where we got married, mm-hmm. and then we're having a three days away from Jameson weekend mm-hmm. nearby. And I got to be honest with you, on one of the days oh. it's an NFL Sunday. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got no other option. Right. There's no days off with the Tampa no, Capital no, Partners. No, not. <laughs> I mean, I have a board I have to answer to. <laughs> Cash calls and such. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's really what the board is there for. <laughs> well, boys, <laughs> we need here's more, where we are. <laughs> need more gas in the tank. <laughs> so uh, 
Yes. So if I were to record those conversations and I said, all right, I just recorded you. I know that's, I know you loved it. Yeah. I know it's endearing for your husband to record you. Can I play this on the podcast? She go fine because this is so fucking dumb. Maybe be good for people, other people yeah, to hear I this. See it. Yeah. But if I were really to say, "Hey, I'm thinking about," and then bleeping out the total that I'm thinking about betting, yeah, uh, and then see what her response would be, I'd be curious. Now I know she'd go, "You're fucking kidding me," and then I would attempt to then explain it to her, like with like with the process we've gone through <laughs> yeah, here. Just play her this. God, <laughs> she worries about spending money more than I do. Yeah spending different than the dipshittery that this would be. Mm -hmm. But God, I'm just like, well, the way I'd have to frame it is if I did it, then we would be able to do this. I'm trying to figure out what she really wants. I don't know. Height, Ever, height surgery? Height surgery. What What is that? What's the going rate for that? What's that surgery in China we always talk about <laughs> yeah. where they break the, what is it, the femur? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two femurs, <laughs> twist them around, <laughs> elongate them. That's what she would want. Yeah. That's actually what she would want. Yeah. But she would just rather be with a different gentleman. Let's <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Because <laughs> then you got to work on the, what's, what's the, can I get a buy one, get one free on the asymmetries surgery yeah, while, just, while I'm over here? They just pump it up like yeah, a basketball. Absolutely. <laughs> well, anyway, now I got to go to another surgery for my fucking jaw. This whole yeah. thing's a mess. I don't know what I'm going to do. You're, you're going to bet 75 bucks. Is that where you are? Oh, I'll you're bet less sure. than that. I'll bet less than that. 75 is like my max what I'm comfortable with. I might bet like 20, 20 bucks. Just have a, because I, I can't handle the sweat like that. I got to tell you something, and I might be out of line here, yeah. but I know what you make. I think I have an idea anyway of what you make. Yeah. You should be betting more than that. I should be, but I just, I hate the, the sweat. Like, I like a little sweat. I don't like a big sweat. It scares me. Wow. I won't, like, sleep the night before if I if I have a big sweat. I'd have to do it the morning of if I was going to put material like more material than I'm putting on there. I'd have to do it the morning of. So I, I don't know if think I can about say, it. see, this is the way, this, but this is the way I'm wired. And I'm if anything, I would rather be, I think I would rather be wired like you are. Mm -hmm. I think I would, I just think it's a happier way to, like, I look at my son, he's so happy. I always say that. I'm like, that's great. Mm -hmm. He, I don't know career-wise what he'll do, but I would rather him just like have a, what, like not really give a shit. That yeah. is opposed to like my fuck up deal. Yeah. But uh, I would rather just be like, but for me, it's like, God, I got to maximize up. So I'm sitting God, I got to maximize up. When in reality, I don't have to bet and it's not going to impact my life one way or the other, even if I do bet. Now, if I bet what I'm talking about, that impacts. Like, yeah. That's real. Yeah. But still, I don't know. But yeah, I'm like, it's such an opportunity. You can't not, when you get this kind of opportunity, then you got to figure it out. Yeah. But then it's just a matter of pulling the trigger. Yeah. I if know. I hadn't gone to Nashville. This, this needs to be like a five-part series. Yeah. <laughs> Every day leading up to it. And then we can record it. it. We can record actually watching the game. Yeah, we'd what have to I live decided, stream But it. I can't talk about what I actually bet. It would just be so Yeah. We might have to live, stream, live stream that first quarter. God. It'd be great because the hate watching would be so prominent. Oh, we, it would get numbers. Yeah. It would get numbers. But then it would get... If but it, that, it doesn't mean a damn thing if I don't get it sponsored. Yeah. Then we'd just be wasting yeah, our right. Saturdays. Yeah, just, just, just essentially <laughs> voyeur web for the hate fuckers. <laughs> All right, I got to go because I got a dental issue. See uh, ya. Later. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher 
And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 smart bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 special edition smart bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.